please do stay um and uh, of course we have we have food and we'll, we'll share with you what we what we have um and he rings the bell again eventually dirk arrived in the room and uh and harthos says to him he explains to him that you guys are going to be staying for the night and uh if he could ask maybe mary to um set up if, if she's around um to uh to to make a, a meal for you you um you go to the dinner hall um, and you get a fairly modest, I mean, given the, given the stature of the house, you would normally, in its, in its, in its um, better years, you probably would have got a fantastic feast here, you know, but, but nowadays where, where it's just a few of them, a couple of them living there, you know, they don't, don't necessarily have much in the way of extravagancies and you, but you have a very nice meal there. There's like a, you have a, a vegetable soup to start um they offer um for the mains they offer you uh, a couple of meat dishes but obviously i think one or two of you are vegetarians so they uh basically offer you the same dish but without the meat have they, um, have they cooked a separate one or have they just fished the meat out they do it at a, they do it at a table they serve it out to you and then they come in with their hands and just take it off your plate <laughs> <laughs> yeah. they don't understand that the concept of that um, and then for, for pudding, you actually get um, a tiramisu. Oh, how good oh. a quality is it? It's, it doesn't look expensive, but um, Greg definitely prefers it to the one from the Pleasing Platter. Wow. It's definitely nicer. So, so value-wise, would you say, you know, if, if the bar was set with the 15 gold piece tiramisu, the 1,500 pound tiramisu, <laughs> would you say this was a 16 gold piece tiramisu, Greg? Um, if anything, it's a twenty. It's a twenty piece. Wow! But but the ironic thing, it's a little bit like wine, where you sort of give him a blind taste test, and he thinks it's a twenty gold piece, and actually it's only worth one gold piece itself. Mm-hmm. Like it just that sometimes the cheaper ones taste nicer. Mm-hmm. Do you know well, what I mean? like it's, you're it's not paying nice. for the atmosphere here, are you? So at the restaurant, no, you're obviously happens. paying for like the service and the atmosphere, yeah. and obviously the company of having. Um, I can't remember her name now. What was her name? Maybe Mary. Maybe. Oh no! Um, oh, oh, Tamara. Uh, oh yeah, yeah crazy Tamara. Yeah, crazy killer lady. Um, whilst you're having dinner, um, Harthos probes you for some um, some some of your adventuring stories. He wants to relive his youth and starts telling you some of the stuff he got up to. And I mean, we'll, we'll start by telling them our names because I don't think we've done that. <laughs> names are unimportant at this point. Oh, okay. And yeah, you you relay some stuff to him, whether that's stuff that happened, you know, in, in this in this timeline, or whether it's stuff that's happened to you prior to it. And just as you're telling all your stories, you can sort of see, whilst you've been with him this sort of this evening, largely he's been quite morose and down. But when you're starting to tell your tales and he's starting to sort of like remember some of the stuff he got up to, he's, you can see a little bit of a twinkle in his eyes. By no means is he, by no mean, means is he happy. Even when he laughs at some of your tales, you can tell it's an empty laugh. But you can just sort of see that this is sort of maybe perhaps the best bit of fun that he's had for a while. 
Um, eventually you get shown to your rooms. Uh, you all got separate rooms. There's no need to share. Quinch, you can actually have a bed if you wish. You don't have to sleep out in the hallway. Oh, it's entirely up to you. I won't be sleeping in mine. <laughs> okay. No, I might. <laughs> it's not going right. to go find dark. Keep it okay. open-ended. It's got a thing for men with four-letter names. Yeah, isn't it? And K's <laughs> in the name. Um, You all go to bed. Anything you want to do Luke before bedtime? shivering in fear. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Dweezel is going to get out. He's got a piece of parchment, and he's going to um, he's going to fold the piece of parchment in two, and then with his pen and his ink, he's just going to spend half an hour or so uh, doing some kind of doodling on it and writing some messages on it. Okay, okay. Anything you want to share with the group, or just doodling? No, no, no. It'll... Okay, not at the moment. It's a bit of a surprise, okay. if anything. Ooh, D and D surprise. Anything else? Anyone um, else wants to do? Many coloured dice. Greg yeah. has colored... realised that he's been a bit of a, a a dick recently in the party. Obviously, murdering people that we probably shouldn't. Very unheroic things. So um, he's going to do something that he's never done before, and he's gonna he's gonna pray to fuck up. Oh, nice. Uh, he's just gonna ask wow. him for a bit of guidance. Okay. All right. Lovely. And anything in particular you're 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 praying or any, anything you don't um, think it'd be a full prayer? I don't, I don't think it'd be anything like specific. Sorry, it'd just be something like um, asking for like guidance to to do good and not to be swayed by temptation. That kind of lead us not into temptation. Oh wow! Um, uh, Quinch pass against. Yeah, Quinch is going to have a, a roll of the cube st- of many colours. I think you've still got advantage. Have a twist. Go for advantage, shall we? Here we go. Oi! That'll do. 16 on the doors. 16 on the doors. Lovely. It's just getting closer and closer. Edging. Yeah, I can't tell you how close, but um, you... Yeah, you've literally got like two or three sides are pretty much done now. You know, there's a few things still to do, but um, it's 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 within reach. Famously, with Rubik's Cube, the last I... side is the hardest. Yeah. <laughs> I really hope it opens up like a chest and it's just got another bum potato in it or something. <laughs> <laughs> is, is there a mirror in my room? Is there a mirror in your room? Why not? Fuck it. Let's see where this goes. Yeah, quit your masturbate in front of the mirror. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Because <laughs> he had a good roll on the cube. <laughs> that sort of has to stay in. Yeah. <laughs> no one of... was expecting that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why at this point. I don't think anyone just... ever, well, I don't think there's many people who would have guessed that's what was going to come out of your mouth. <laughs> it was the double bluff because I sort of knew that that was what, like, MJ knew that's what I expected him to say. But I thought, no, he's not going to say it. He's going to, you know, let's go. By me saying go for it, he's, he's going to go, okay, I won't, I won't do it. But then he said it and then it just caught me. <laughs> Can the can the scene transition away from this place? <laughs> no. It hangs on it just too long. Um, Crow says maybe we shouldn't enough. have maybe we shouldn't have bumped up. Um, can I, sorry, can I just get a dexterity roll from a Twitch to see if any, la- any, any anything lands on the mirror? <laughs> um, don't know if that's serious, but nineteen. <laughs> no. Yeah. no, you don't. Uh. <laughs> right, stop. Hammer time. Um, anything else? Quinch does some sewing. That Quinch Krill does Krill. some sewing. Krill. Okay, go for it. Um, I don't think there's any roll for that. Is we, it? I think not just... rolling. No, I, just... I don't think it was. It just, I, I, I don't know if I'm still cleaning the fur or if I'm at uh, the craft you, stage. You're starting. To, you're starting the craft stage. Um. You actually, well, you, you, you've cleaned it up. You're now starting to um, 
I guess, tidy it up, sort of making it a little bit more designed and shaped, whereas before you was making sure it was all sort of like unmatted and all that sort of stuff. You're now starting to starting to cut it out into how you want it. Okay, right. Um, you'll go to bed then. And um, nothing from Dabov, by the way. Um, he's just going to look through the... Um the one-way mirror in his room <laughs> and just see Quinch furiously abusing himself. <laughs> and wonder who put that in the room and why. <laughs> but is very thankful they did. <laughs> yeah, I was just saying, you see it, you just don't stop watching. <laughs> this is a really weirdly specific TV I've got on my wall. <laughs> okay. Um, you all go to sleep. Can you all roll me a constitution saving throw, please? Oh, shit. Actually, not a, not a saving throw, just a constitution roll, sorry. 15 from Dweezil. 18. Uh, 15 also. 15 also. Also 15. Oh. Are you kidding me? We've got four, four yeah. 15s. Yeah. Okay. Can you all four, four of you then roll again? Oh. All right, 90 on that one. Uh, nine. Nine. Uh, ten. Eighteen. Okay. Greg, you are awoken some point during the night. <clears throat> you don't know what it is that, that, that woke you, but mere seconds after you sort of open your eyes, you feel a trickle of... <laughs> Has he got the room below Quinch? <laughs> you feel a a trickle of um, dust and stone fall from uh, above you and sort of land on you in the bed. You and it sort of just makes this nice, nice little sort of pitter patter noise. It sort of thunks onto you. Not, nothing big. It's literally just like small uh, bits of dust, and then. You sort of lay there, and then a few seconds later, you hear a huge thud coming from uh, outside, and then you feel again, or you see, you sense again, um, another drop of dust coming from the ceiling. A few seconds passed, you hear another. Huge thud. This one closer. It, it doesn't sound it sounds slightly different, but cl- closer in a weird way. It doesn't sound quite as sharp a sound, but it feels it feels closer. And almost and also you sort of feel <clears throat> underneath you, sort of a bit of a like you you feel like the bass underneath you. You feel like a little bit of a rumble. Okay, so I think is there a window in the room? Or anything like that. There is a window in the room. Um, Greg will jump out of bed and run over to the window because I think that he would know the kind of sounds and feeling of a wall being attacked, like almost like it's being hit by some kind of like catapult weapon or something like that. When you said jump out, I thought you were stepping on toes for a second there. <coughs> <laughs> Um, so what are you doing? Sorry, you're running over to the window and observing just, what's going on. Just outside. to look out. Yeah. Okay. You look out of the window, and actually, you've got one of the rooms that does face <clears throat> faces the um, essentially the front of the grounds. So where you came in, back the, the doorway where you came in, um, you're facing that way. You can't from your ang- from where you are, you can't see anything. But once you get to the door, you do hear that noise again a little bit clearer and from here from looking outside out the window you can actually see the uh the wall itself um you see it sort of just like not vibrate but sort of you can see that something's hit it from the other side of the wall okay i think uh greg would quickly put on his frock tunic whatever you want to call it yeah. Um, because he's obviously in his sleeping gear, being an old party man, dress. he obviously has one of those like long kind of dresses with the hat and everything. So he changes over into his like normal gear, and he opens his bedroom door into what he assumes is the hallway where everyone else's rooms are. Um, 
and he's just going to scream out into the hallway, we're under attack! Okay. So, yeah, you're, you're basically, in terms of where you were in the house, you're all, you guys were all pretty much on, located on the same floor. It wasn't nice. It's not hotels. So it's not like all five rooms are next to each other. But you're all you're all located very very close to each other. So I would suggest that as as Greg shouts that, the rest of you would would hear that. Um, you all awaken to the noise of Greg doing this, and actually, as as you've woken up, you then hear pretty much the same noises maybe slightly differently from where you are. Some of you might have been at the back of the house rather than the front, so you might not have heard it quite as quite as well. But you definitely hear that uh, and, and feel underneath you that this, this shaking. Um, as Greg's out in the hallway, you, you actually hear, Greg, some noises from downstairs, um, and you, you hear Dirk shouting basically the same thing that you just sh- shouted to ri- try and rouse you and to try and rouse the Lord. Um, what do you guys want to do? Dad Bob's going to, yeah, get all it, same as Greg, get all his armour on and everything. Yeah. Yeah. Get ready. Armour don- um, donning. Yeah, head down into the room where we can hear Dirk, I guess. Like, okay. Into the main chamber. Yeah. Um, I believe, yes, uh, I... Quinch, Quinch, similarly to the others, Quinch does uh, also get ready um, for battle. He actually harnesses, he he, he sprinkles um, the still the remnants of the clear gem in Storm Duster. So he's just going to stick his finger in the where the clear gem was, sp- sprinkle out the remaining fragments that are left from there, and he's going to pop the indigo gem in there. Okay. Do you know what that does? No, I don't think so. Okay. Uh, I will find that out for you in a second whilst the rest of you tell me what you then do. Yeah, you, you go then. So you then head downstairs. Is that the plan? You're, you're heading to where you hear Dirk's voice, right? Yeah, I think so. Okay, okay. Um, so you get downstairs and um, Dirk um, is still sort of shouting an alarm to, to, the, to the house. Um, although he's moving around, um, you see him heading towards where he took you for um, your meeting with uh, Harthos. Um, and um, you sort of cross paths as, he, as he's sort of running past you, and he sort of he says something along the lines of, "I'm glad you're awake. Um, there's something attacking. Um, I, I haven't a chance to have a look out there, but it sounds bloody big, whatever it is." Um, and he's sort of, "I've just got to go and wait, wait the, the, the Lord." And he sort of runs off um, through those doors um, and, and scuttles off. What are you doing from there? I think like the first thing we would do would obviously be going outside to see if yeah. we can get advantage, or maybe we'd go higher up in the house to see if we got advantage over the wall to see. Okay. Um. So what what are you doing of those? What, what of those options? What what choice are you making? You can what 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 I'll say is is when you came through the through the door um, through the the, the the gates um, you did notice at that time there were some um, are they called battlements ramparts whatever yeah, yeah. so so top the hall uh, top the walls um, theoretically is is somewhere where you can where you can go um, you've obviously got the house itself the house is taller than the wall. But you're not sure whether, even from the highest vantage point in the house, you would necessarily be able to see greatly over the wall. Quinch um, offers to fly out and fly as high as he can to see what's attacking. He says, okay. if, if, it's, if it's a good idea, of course. Okay, so maybe the rest of us are just going to like, the main courtyard area, yeah. you reckon? Yeah. Would we, would we know that this is... Is it past midnight now, do you think? Um... Yeah, you, this this definitely. I mean, you you don't get a sense of real time, but you you know that. I think that respectively, all of you know you've been sleeping for a while. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, it, it, you probably yeah. went to bed at like ten ish. Yeah. It's it's probably gone midnight. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, uh, yeah. Run outside. Are you going to fly up, Quinch? Yes, yeah, if you think that's a good idea. I think yeah, it's a, it's a good idea, Quinch. Be careful and Quinch. Yes. Ha- happy birthday. Thank you. What 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 have you just done? What what have you done? It's, Quin- it's Quinch's what? birthday, mate. Yeah, but what did you do? What do you mean? What did I do? 
Why are you saying happy birthday? Is that, is that it? Is that just it's his birthday? It's Quinch's birthday today. That's what it's past midnight. It was it's Quinch's birthday. I was making him a birthday card before. That's sort of ruined now, isn't it? Because we're going to spend Quinch's <laughs> birthday fighting a giant. Well, it is Quinch's birthday, so. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Hang on, hang on. Why are we saying you're fighting a giant? You don't know what the fuck it is. It's a giant, yeah, isn't it? and it's, you say spend his birthday like most combats like ten rounds, so it's like a minute. Yeah. Well, yeah. it's it's a good um, thing I had my birthday, my annual birthday treat last night. <laughs> um, MJ Quinch, the your indigo stone, which is yes. actually, which is actually purple. Um, uh, it is a healing stone, range touch. Spend some or all of your hit dice to heal any creature you can touch, even if you are not on a short rest. Oh, nice. Um. Okay, so Quinch, you're you're flying up with a birthday card. No, I've not given him the card. Oh, you're just wishing him happy birthday. Yeah. Okay, Quinch, you're flying up, yeah. Yeah, fly up there, storm up there. Okay, so in this time, it's worth noting whilst you've been out in the courtyard, whilst you've been running through the house, you've been hearing these these noises continuously. Anyway, um, as you're flying up, roll me a dexterity saving throw, please. Oh, awful vibes. Three. Three. Um, as you're flying up, you are um, you are hit, um, or you, you get just you literally just cr- as you crest above the wall. Oh, wait, does he not get advantage on deck saves? Does he not have danger sense as a barbarian, or is that only things oh. you can see? Ah, uh, yeah, fair. See what? Yeah, mm, okay. yeah. Okay, no, he no, he would. No, I'll, I'll, yeah, okay, give him. I'll give him advantage because theoretically. He would see this at the point it's happening. So, yeah, go on in. Oh, thank you. Here we go. This will be the first time I've ever used it. 14. 14. Um, so you actually, fortunately enough, managed to see, just in, just in the, uh, the nick of time, you see this large boulder come over the wall and it literally is just about to hit you and you manage to sort of like just swerve out the way and it maybe just c- catches like the, your wing but doesn't do any damage. Um Gives you, you know, you're off balance just somewhat as you're flying up. But this, this, um, this, this boulder then comes over the wall and lands in the grounds. Um, to the look out to, to the left of the rest of the party. Um, as you get higher and higher and higher and past the wall, you now see, albeit not great because it's night time, but it's not dark enough that you, you know, it's, it's um, dark light necessarily. Um, Dark vision, sorry. It's you see on the other side two um, 15 foot tall stone giants throwing, hurling giant rocks at the wall of the building. And as as they see, as you get up there, they see you, and you just hear one of them shouting out. Come out here, you littlings. Come and face us. Uh, Quinch looks quite startled and flies back to the party. Um, what what do stone giants look like? Are they made of stone? Sorry, just, just to rick on that slightly. Quinch, you just hear giant um, gibberish. Ah, those yes. Of, those of you the other side of the wall hear that. Um, those of you the other side of the wall that can uh, speak giant hear that. Yeah, Got it. Yeah, let's um, get. It's the quickest way to get out there to a fight. The the stone giants. Are the, what do they look like? Are they actually made of stone? No. So what you what you saw was two um, fifty foot giants. They look slightly different to the giants. Some of the giants you've seen before. I think so far you've seen hill and cloud, cloud, cloud and fire and hill. Yeah. Um, these are quite lithe, quite skinny, quite thin compared to the other giants that you've seen, long-limbed. Um, uh, you can't really make out the detail in terms of things like skin colour or anything like that because it is late at night. Um, but, they, yeah, they don't, they don't look like the giants you've seen thus far aside from the fact that they are giant themselves. Okay, I land back down and just explain what I've seen to the group. Okay. All right, then. Um, so you're all now down in the ground, um, roll for initiative. Just saying, this is why you should build castle walls on a slope angle and not straight up. Because <laughs> then they disperse when boulders are being thrown against them. Like, 
it's got more area to disperse out so it doesn't crash through the wall. See, wow. People. Um, 19, by the way. 22 for the weasel. 22. Uh, 21 uh, for Krill. Uh, 19. 17. There we go. Right, we are into combat. Um, these these stones these sorry these stones have been um, throwing out. I know it's not their term, but just before combat, you you heard them shouting again. Come out, little ones! Come out, so that we may take you to Thane Kaelithica, so that he may offer you to Scoria stone bones, so that the the deity may feast on your flesh and use your bones to pick the skin from his teeth. Are they saying what their names are? I think it's very important we well, find out their names. How do you also spell Fan Faya Ticket, whatever it is? Not important for right now. Uh, right. Fane Kyalithica. So T H A N E. And then Kyalithica is K A Y A L I T H I C A. Yeah. Dweezel. Hello. First things first. Bonus. Uh, can I see the giants from where I am? No. So right now, I believe you're all the other side of the wall. Yes. Now, you can take an action to lower the drawbridge. Yeah. No. Nope. You could climb up to the battlements, um, which we know is 30 foot yeah. of movement. Um, other than that, no, you can't see them from where you are. I will, I will use my bonus action to uh, inspire Krill. Uh, okay. As I use the now customary krill, I like your pubes. Uh, <laughs> I will climb atop the battlements, and I will cast Bane. Bane as a uh, well. Let's just work out which level I want to cast this at. Uh, I will cast it as a a first level spell on the two giants. They will both now make charisma saving throws, please, Nathan. Um, what's the range on Bane? Bane. Oh, 30 feet. I can't do that. Uh, you can't do that. They are... So each of these squares, it's worth noting, yeah. each of these squares is 10 foot. Yeah. I don't know if that, that's working out right. It's a, long, right it's a long way, that, isn't it? Uh, instead yeah. of casting Bane, I will cast... Oh, they're all a bit... Oh, all a bit... Mm. It's almost like I thought it's probably best to set them a bit further away from yeah, you guys. Yeah, you're a little cheater, aren't you? A little cheater. Well, they're big guys. They can, they can, they can, they can throw a rock or two. I will cast the the easterly, the easterly stone giant. I'm going to cast hypnotic pattern using a third level spell slot. He will now make a whizzy save for me, please, Nathan. Okay, so you're taking this one here, yes? The, the easternmost. This this one giant. that has this one has f- four four toes on his left foot, just to ensure that we're giving description descriptive uses. Yeah. This one's four 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 the, toes. The four Look at his feet. Let's call him Toby. Okay, <laughs> or not Toby. Oh, right. What's he making? Making a wisdom, a whizzy save. Okay, that is a twenty overall. Okay, so he uh, he passes that, um, and he is fine, and that's okay. a level three spell slot gone. <laughs> fine. Um, next up, we've got Krill. You can do a spell from there or something. Or no, um, you're Krill... you're on the you're on the ground as well. So this map, obviously, I I didn't. I probably should have done this a little bit better. You're on the ground. Dweezel's up on the battlements. Okay, that's fine. Um... Krill uh, looks across to. Uh, I mean, he's mainly looking up to da- to Dabov because I'm assuming Dabov's on the same level. You're all on the same level except for okay, um, Dweezel. How about we play a little game? I'll distract them. You sneak up behind them. Did you say we were up on the battlements? No, no, no. Only Dweezel is. Oh, okay. Yeah, ignore the map for that part. You're 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 on the ground level. Oh, okay. Um, um, I'm going to step forward uh, and then use my action. Do you have to use an action to lower the bridge? Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to use an action to lower the bridge. Okay. 
Uh, is that it? That's just yeah. Yeah, that that'll be your action. Yeah, because it's not an attack, so that'll uh, be yeah. a whole action. And then I've got forty foot left. No, what's what's movement speed as a bar? It's forty, isn't it? Yeah. yeah, and each of these each of these is ten foot. Okay, I will get across the bridge, and then I will throw up a cheeky rage. Okay. Uh, can Gee. you roll for me, please? So you've made it about 25 feet okay. away from Toby. Yeah, that's <laughs> fine. Standard rages. But but only about. Oh, hang on. From from Toby. No, this is this is Toby over here. So that's yeah. to- Toby's like about 60 foot away. Um, this one has got. Um, he's got a kneecap that looks like Tony Blair. Um, Anthony, then. Uh, there we go. I was going to call him Negan, but okay, fine. <laughs> Um, okay, so that's Krill's turn. Uh, Dabov. There's not many places I can go to, really. Stay where you are, then. Yeah, but I can't just do that. Absolutely just ignores my... Cool the question is, when, <laughs> these two, like, nah. when these two are hanging out together, you know how, like, relationships, they get, like, a combined name? Are they just called Tony? <laughs> <laughs> Tony and Tony. And to, and to be. Um, I am gonna. Do you remember the yeah. um, Do you remember the television chef from the nineteen nineties, Tony Tobin? No, famous no. Well, for Toby's Car- Toby Carvery. Yeah, it's a poor <laughs> reference then, isn't it? <laughs> are you Are you dashing over there, Dabble? Yeah, I'm gonna dash and follow the, um, the sort of okay, water fine. line out to the okay. west. Now that he's had yep. his teeth white and he's very dashing. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yes, and actually, that's everything now, isn't it? You've got nothing else you can do. Does the water, like the what's it called? Um, because it's the coastline, does it like dip down towards the water at all? Anywhere that could like hide behind? Are you doing, uh, a, you're doing really. a quench of hiding behind absolutely fuck all? A little, but not enough to hide behind realistically. Okay, I guess I'm just here then. Yeah, quench. Uh, so go 5, 10, 15. 15 feet gets him outside of the um, castle door uh, and on, onto the bridge. I uh, can't quite get the 15 exact. Um, I shan't enter a rage because I don't want to damage Krill just yet. Well, I don't want to damage Krill at all. Uh, but <laughs> certainly, not, certainly not yet. Uh, and we'll ping off... We'll ping off a eye shot um, from Shawshet um, to Ant. This sorry, this is Anthony. This is, Anthony. Left. This, is this is the Tony Blair kneecap. Cool. Shot. So I'm standing on the bridge. I'm going for a Shawshet hit. Okay. Which is surely gonna hit. And just to explain to listeners who may have remembered that in pre- previous combats that we've had with giants, we've separated up the body parts. We've actually ditched that because it's a lot of admin. Um, so now it's just it's just like any other combat. Um, so you are just rolling against their normal AC and just damage, damage them as you would any other creature. So yeah, yeah go ahead. For flavour, I'm going for the eye, but in mechanically means not. Oh, we'll go for a certain, almost an almost certain hit with 22. That is a certain hit. 1d8 plus 1 yields us 6 damage with the first arrow. Yep. The second Uh, arrow will rinse and repeat. Yep. This time yielding a 12 attack roll. Uh, That that unfortunately failed. So that just just pings off the shoulder and doesn't do any damage. But the first one takes a a, a bit of of HP off him. Did the arrow stick in his eyelid or anything like that? No. Greg. <laughs> no. Blunt one, that one, I guess. Um, Sometimes you don't need to add anything. You just need to shoot it down. Greg is going to move across the drawbridge onto the grassy bank on the side where the giants are. Um, he is then going to go and... Just ping off a lovely fireball at, um, let's do it at Tony. Um, okay. Sorry, not Tony, Anthony, sorry. Um, yeah, it's a bit confusing that one's called Toby, one's called Anthony. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so <laughs> Anthony's got to get it. Um, 
but 150 foot range, so he can definitely reach. Okay. Let me do an attack roll. Uh, before I do it, I'm going to use Tides of Chaos, so mm. I get advantage on this. If you have something that hits them both, you can hit Anthony. Nah, Anthony. They're, too, they're too far away from each other. <laughs> yeah. um, I mean, how far away from each other are they? Oh, really far. 80, 80 foot. What, Anthony and Toby? Yeah. And to be, as he likes to be called. <laughs> I'm Anthony. Okay. Aren't you really, haven't you got a really high chance of hitting the wild magic as well? Uh, I think I'm on a six now. I can I can have a look at that in a minute. Uh, they need to make a dexterity save and throw. Um, which one is it? Sorry, the uh, Anthony or Toby? Anthony. Anthony. I don't even know which one's which. <laughs> Toby is the easternmost giant with four toes. Anthony oh, I can see the, the toes one with the now, yeah. yeah. Uh, oh, what was yeah. it? Sorry, a, 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 a deck save throw, please. Wait, he's got a wonky knee. Can I take advantage of that? Uh, <coughs> okay, so that is a 21 overall. Uh, he did succeed on his, so he's only going to get half the damage on this. I don't know why I used Tides of Chaos because I'm not actually rolling anything, so ignore me saying I'm going to use Tides of Chaos. Okay, yep. The tides of turn. you ignored. Ignored. Um, he is going to get eight d six coming out his ass though. So let's have eight d six. But that was that was a, that was a spell, right? That was so you. you yeah, I didn't say eighty six. I said eight d six. Okay, but then he will take half of that, right? Uh, he's going to take half of that. I'm going to re-roll some of these dice though. Um, yeah, just to make this more complicated. So I'm going to use my. Um, imbued power um, to re-roll up to four of those dice. So just overall there, I got a 30. Uh, I'm going to re-roll the one, the two, and the two. So 25, and then add whatever you roll from three yeah. dice. So. Oh, well worth oh, it. Oh, baby. And that's a damage? six, six, and a five. 42 So 42 damage. overall, but halved. So halved, he, yeah. So, so he takes 21. He takes 21. And what was, the, what, was that, what was that spell? Uh, Fireball. Fireball. Yeah, he doesn't like that. He does not. He does not like that. That that takes a that takes a big old chunk out of him. Um, looks Stones don't normally burn. This one is. Right. Um, I mean, if he's wearing anything flammable, that also gets set on fire, you know. No, he's just got natural armour. Um, can you roll me a wild magic? I would love to roll you one. I'm going to do it on here just so everyone can see it. We have rolled a four. Wild oh, magic is happening. It's in effect. Oh. Go for it. Shall I roll the D100? Uh, yeah, yeah you can roll it. Go for it. That is seven. So, in which case, as a warlock, you're... Sorcerer. Yeah, that's the one. Wizard. Um, Sorcy boy. A seven will give us... Horserer. <laughs> Have I grown two inches again? You cast Fireball as a third level spell centred on yourself. Oh, God. That's oh, centred. Well, that's also going to get MJ. So that's going to get Krill and Quinch. It won't is get Weasel because he's up. He's up high. Oh, in game, what is happening here is he just sort of in some sort of trance and is now casting this spell on himself. So I guess so I've got you... to do the dexterity saving throw. Yeah, as well. all, all three of all three of you with a dexterity saving throw. With this so we get dangerous. I, I can see him brewing the spell, wouldn't I? <laughs> Oh, he's, he's not really casting a spell, is it? This is a wild magic it's effect. Like, so it's yeah. I, I would I would say that this is what you what that that danger sense. Like you could argue that against any spell that's made against you, then couldn't you? So I, I would well, yeah. Say I mean, if we can see it. Effects. What's the point of having abilities if you? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's I mean, the question uh, is whether you can see it. I can certainly see it because it's in front of me. Soap. <laughs> Uh, what's it called? Danger sense. And you get an uncanny sense of when things are nearby aren't as they should be. Giving you another, you advance on dexterity saving throws against effects, effects that you can see, such as traps and spells. Mm. Yeah, I guess. I guess then traps and spells. You've also got your bardic inspiration as well, Krill. Um, yeah. So... yeah. No. Okay. Oh, no, I'll allow. I'll allow. Yeah. And it's unfailing. So you'd be natural twenty on the first one. Well, you can't get any better. That's that's fine. I mean, yeah, you've got to be a fifteen. So, uh, so you're fine. Qu- Qu- 
Would that pass, Craig? Uh, yes, that does. It's fifteen to beat. Okay, so you both you both passed, Greg. Did you pass your own dexterity save? I did not. So I'll roll for damage now. Shall I just have a look? See, just yes. Try and keep this low. Uh, at th- at third level. Uh yeah, fireball's always a third level, so it's fine. Oh, is it okay? So I guess it's a grand total of twenty six, but you get half of that, so thirteen for you two, twenty six. So does my fir- does my half get halved again? No, you can only half something once. No, no, it's you. Yeah, you do. You get it. You get it half and half again because you're raging. Yeah, you get you get fifty percent six damage. Yeah, I've seen this in the past. You do get a quarter. You take a quarter damage. I thought you only got resistance once, but okay, cool. No, either way, I don't believe so. Uh, I um, didn't rage though, so he takes. Quinch didn't rage. Yeah, Quill did rage. Yeah, Uh, yeah, you only take half. take half. Quinch wouldn't reduce the damage either because he's not got. Wait, doesn't he have fire resistance? No, no, but he he succeeded, so he takes half. Yeah. But did, does he not have fire? No, he's got poison. He's no he's got poison okay. resistance. Resistance. Um. So yeah, you take what's that? Thirteen points of fire damage. Um. I am and, glad and that Greg yeah, takes the full. Yeah, I brunt. take the full brunt. So what did I say? It was overall twenty six. That's the spell skin. Okay. okay. Might want to go touch him with your glove, mate. That's probably about as bad as it gets, I think. That's a crazy start to combat. Okay. Uh, Vin. Imagine what, sorry, just quickly. Just imagine what these giants have seen. As they've seen us charge out of the castle and then our own pal just, just set well, off a big firebomb. Well, he, he, thematically, he set off a fireball on one of the giants and it just backfired on him. And he dropped so the second just, one. It's like yeah. dropping a grenade. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, I do have resistance to fire. Do you? Yes, my oh, from your storm. storm. Yes, yes, I apologize. Oh, okay, well, you get half of that um, again then, so you only take six damage. Yeah. Yeah, yeah we, us barbarians, we got to shrug it off. Did, is Greg, um, did Greg take some off because of his braces? Uh, he's not attuned to them uh, yet. Uh, I would have been attuned to him overnight. Oh, no, you probably, no, actually, because you've been traveling two days it, since you found out. Yeah, I know, okay, you are attuned. So it you doesn't take, take anything off, does it? I thought it, it was added onto the AC. Is that not No, it's, No, it takes three points off damage. Oh, okay. Every time Fine. he takes damage? Yep. Wow, that's impressive. Um, Vin. Vin is just going to... Vin's got a fly speed of 60 feet. Mm-hmm. So he's going to fly... He... I think that gets him to there. Yeah. Would he be able to perch in this tree? Uh, I'd allow... You could probably get to here, couldn't you? Could you just get to that corner of that square rather than this square? Well, it kind of it snaps to... Yeah, that that uh, that'll be Top fine. Left. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, I'll, I'll have him perched there. Cool. So, so he's down one. He's perched in the tree. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. And I'll just leave him there for now. Okay. Um, it's the stone giant's turn. Ooh. Um, and what happens is they basically stay where they are. Now, what I'm going to do is I'm going to roll a d10 to determine which one gets. A stone thrown at it. So that is uh, one, two, three, four. That will be Greg, unfortunately. <laughs> oh, nice. That's what, that's what we like. So this one in front, um, <laughs> and Anthony, Anthony pulls out a, a big rock out of his out of his bag, and he throws. I mean, it's going to be a guaranteed hit, knowing what your AC is like. Um, yeah, I mean, it's a plus nine, so that's twenty six overall. Yeah, that 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 might hit. Yep. Um, yeah. And then that will be. I'm so sorry, my friend. You are. Oh my god, what's happening? You're mega fucked. Um, so. <laughs> oh god, so many dice. Uh, yeah, the rattle. Uh, the the rattle yeah. is something that disconcerting. Yeah. It wasn't as bad as it could have been. Um, that's fifteen. Bludgeoning damage. Okay. Can you also make a DC seventeen um, strength saving throw, please? Uh, I can, but I'm going to use my bend luck first. So I'm going to spend two of my sorcery points to make you take of a D four from that, please. From what? Um, the damage that you just gave me. D four off the damage. Mm-hmm. 
Okay, so what did I say? It was 15, less nicely a 4. So 11, oh. 11 bludgeoning damage. Minus 3 for the bracers. 8. Oh, he, oh. Greg, Greg, was, Greg might as well take these guys on his own. <laughs> yeah, basically. And what did you want me to roll, sorry? A, a strength saving throw. I would love nothing more than to do a strength saving throw for you because I am strong as anything. Wow. 15. 15. Unfortunately, despite you not taking as much damage as you would have expected, um, the rock does knock you off, um, of course, and you are now prone. Okay, fine, fine. Um, so let's put a little. Prime. When did it? When did when did he arrive? I didn't notice his theme music. Start. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I'm uh, impressed. I'm not dead. To be honest with you. Okay, so that's the first one. Second one is also now. Oh, this is an interesting thing. So, sorry, who whose attack was that? Was that Anthony? Yes. And this is now Toby. Yeah. Toby Larone. Okay, so this one is going to um, the <laughs> Toby's one. Toby's going to move up a little bit so that he can get a bit closer to you and in range. Yeah, so realistically, he can only reach the barbarians and Greg, so he's going to go for a D six. <laughs> Come on, bring it on! <laughs> uh, that's Greg again, um, and Greg. That's a twenty-eight overall. Yeah, that's 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 a hit. Yeah. So, so that hit. So this second rock comes flying out at you. Actually, it should have been an advantage, not there. Really, but let's roll just in case. Just in case. Uh, oh, actually, disadvantage because it's you're you're prone, aren't you? Fourteen hits, right? Yeah, that hits. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, actually, hold mm, on. Is it worth me doing this? Yeah, I could use shield, I guess. Um, so I'm going to use my reaction to cast shield. This gives okay. me plus five to my AC. So no, that one won't hit. Okay. So as this rock, this, this rock comes flying over, you just manage to pop up shield um, just as this last second, and it just manages to deflect the, 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 the stone into the water. Oh, I'm loving the story-wise. I'm loving like the desperation of Greg. Like. Pulling out all the stuff, just lay down, just try and stop <laughs> shield. Yeah. I will not die. Shields um, up. We're at the top of the second round of attack, um, but just as you're bracing yourself to levy your second, um, your uh, second attack, all of a sudden from the west, you see or you you hear just first of all you hear like a, a, a whistle almost. And then all of a sudden, landing um, right in between the two giants is another boulder. The giants look from the direction that it came, and you see them just both start to turn heel and run. You look to the west of you, and even before you actually see it, you start feeling a thudding in the ground. And all of a sudden you see a large frost giant wielding the largest battle axe you've ever seen in berserker mode. And as he's running past you, he just shouts, Come on, little ones. We have stone giants to kill. Thanks for listening. Make sure you don't miss out on the circus's next crazy antics by hitting subscribe on your podcast app of choice. And in between episodes, you can always find us on social media by searching Dyson Desire on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. We're in our third year now, and if you want to help us grow, you can do so in a number of ways. You can tell a friend, because word of mouth really helps us get our name out there, or you can review us on Apple or Podchaser to help with our visibility. Finally, you can donate to our Ko-fi page to help us take the show to the next level. All links can be found in this episode's description. And never forget, sometimes it is a dog licking the tree, yes? In a world besieged by darkness, torn apart by hatred, where the cruel, the wicked, and the heartless rule over all. Romancing the Dungeon is an epic tale of four legendary heroes who unite in the name of love, unity, and friendship to bring light and hope back into the world. (coughs) Are you serious?
Those four wouldn't know what love is even if it was tattooed on their asses. You got the wrong show if you think these four are love experts. I'm the only love expert you need, so we're doing this my way. You desire romance. We got it. Ah, oh, there's my favorite person. Morning. How you doing, Angel? Great. Uh, come here, and I, I, I sort of get in real close, and I, get, I like lips sort of purse, but I flutter my lips and give a little like. Mm-hmm. And if you love drama, we got that too. I need you to find and kill Eugenia Flatstone. I need her heart. Okay, well, I, we haven't, I, I, I think it's been a while since we've done the heart thing. How am I supposed to get that to you? Because I don't think walking around with an old lady's heart is gonna go well for me, personally. If action is your passion, well, there's plenty of that as well. For my bonus action, I'm going to use Blessing of the Raven Queen to go behind the other guy. Okay. And basically come up behind him with a dagger to his neck to get him to stop. God damn. What the fuck happened to you in the woods? <laughs> <laughs> Join Thane. Thea, Nate, and Hephaestus as they put their hearts and my reputation on the line in a race to rescue an eccentric bride from the clutches of evil, battle against the insatiable forces of darkness, and try not to die along the way, I suppose. I start taking my clothes off. Okay. And I take a blanket from the bed, and I wrap it around me, and I start following the, the, the steps, and I go... I'm a greasy little peanut. <laughs> I'm a greasy little peanut. I'm a greasy little peanut. Oh, for the love of... I don't even know why I bother. Romancing the Dungeon, a softcore D&D podcast about four heroes on a quest for true love and discovering what that really means for them. Available wherever good podcasts are found. Good podcasts? Well, that's blatant false advertising.